Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So we have a very special guest for an interview today, all the way from Canada. And you know who I'm interviewing. You know I'm interviewing Ella, Ella, Ella. So be, uh, we're going to retrain our brain, 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 eh, eh. And make this the year of you. Special interview with Ella Sophia. And back to school with the Neuro Nerds. Boom. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. On, I feel pretty good about that. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. We have, as I say all the time, a very special episode. I think every single one of our episodes are special, but this is like an even more special episode. It's, it was going to initially be a Joe Solo Rocks episode. And I was like, that's, you know, people get enough of this dude. Um, Lauren isn't here, unfortunately, because she's out being amazing. I think in San Francisco at Nationals. Fact check. To clarify, Lauren is competing in Pole Sport Organization 2019 U.S. National Pole Competition. Bonus fun fact. Lauren is a professional and competitive dancer as well as a dance teacher. Bring home the gold, Lauren, or don't come back. No, 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 no. Come back either way. Come back either way. Um, so in her in her her place as our very special guest host today is the one, the only Ella Sophia. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> I am so happy to have you on uh the, the show. I'm I'm actually so if, for you guys who don't know, um Ella is from Canada. Let's try not to hold that against her. <laughs> the best country ever. <laughs> <laughs> um Elle, Elle is a habit coach. Elle is actually well, I, I call her Elle. Her name is Ella. Ella is actually a habit coach. And for those who don't know, Ella is my habit coach. Yes, sir. Joe has a bunch of bad habits <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> that need to be rectified. And, and Ella is actually helping me out with that. She's an incredible habit coach. We met a few months ago, I would say. Yeah, right? I'd say so. Maybe. So, something like that. And Maybe. Ella, just like me, is a stroke survivor. Uh, not just a stroke survivor. Ella is a stroke thriver. She's a rock star, man. She's, she's super cool. And over the past couple of months, we've become 
uh, uh, I think really, really good friends. And we're going to be doing some like really cool stroke community stuff. I think facts, not just stroke community, like the cool stuff. I think it's cool. Obviously I think anything I do is cool. L. So L <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. So, uh, hello, my name is Ella. I am originally from just outside Toronto and just made the big move across the country to Edmonton. So if anybody else is cool and also from Canada, big shout out to you. Um, <laughs> I had a stroke when I was 14 years old. I had arter- oh, arterial so venous young. malformation rupture in my cerebellum. So that led to a hemorrhagic stroke. Um... Yeah, it's been about 11 and a half years since then. And I'd say just before a decade went by, I kind of realized, wow, I need to just rehabilitate and learn how to do that on my own and not rely on other people. And so I started dabbling into habit and how the brain works and everything just sort of um, sprung off from there. Yeah, the brain is fascinating. Also, it's so crazy that you were so young. Not just so young. You were an you were an amazing athlete as well. Well, I guess that's subjective, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so you, you, you're, uh, you you played a. I'm doing I'm doing quote fingers. You played that sport. Yes, <laughs> I did play that sport. I did play soccer, um, competitive <laughs> soccer. Growing up, I had actually just made the varsity soccer team uh, for my high school. I just started high school, grade nine. Or sorry, ninth grade, as you say in, Thank you. in I, the US. I, I appreciate that. These <laughs> these strange Canadians say things backwards. Yes, <laughs> allegedly. So I just started ninth grade, just made the varsity soccer team. And uh the day before our very first game is when I had my stroke. So yeah, that happened and flipped my world upside down. That's so crazy. So I know um uh, more than a few stroke survivors who had young strokes Mm -hmm. you know some pediatric strokes some in single digits you were a full-fledged teenager already full-fledged that must have been so difficult because i've said this i think i say this every third episode kids are dicks you know what i mean (laughs) it must have been very difficult for you to go back to school post stroke because it affects us greatly you know, mm-hmm. as it affected me greatly as an adult. I'm a grown ass man. And it was very difficult to get back into society with my friends, with my family, mm-hmm. strangers, let alone being in school with a bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not was all it a dicks. weird transition for you? <laughs> Pardon? Was it a weird transition for you? Um, yeah, it was a there was a couple transitions. Actually, I had to do like a transition in and then a transition out. And so basically what I mean by that is, you know, in high school, everybody wants to be the popular in the in group. And so when I eventually went back to school, everyone was like, Oh my God, Ella, I want to be your best friend. And like, I just thought, wow, I have so many friends. This is amazing. And then you become old news, old news really quickly. And, uh, probably, I don't know, I'm just going to guess and say two weeks after I was in school full time, I just became old news and nobody wanted to hang out with the girl in the walker. And yeah, I spent a lot of lunch hours by myself trying to eat my lunch in the library because nobody wanted to hang out with me. (laughs) What a bummer. Mm -hmm. So it's see, it's not just American kids. Canadian dick kids are dicks too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kids are just dicks Mm -hmm. worldwide. Worldwide. That's a bummer, man. You know what? So I I can't say I don't really remember. Well, no, I have some awful memories from high school, but I think I would have been cool dude. 
right? I think I'm a pretty cool guy. I think I'm a pretty nice guy. Yeah. I don't think you would have been old news. <laughs> but but I, I got to say this, though, L. Mm-hmm. You're a weird person. That's why yeah. I mess with you. You're one of my favorite people. Like, we became really cool really quickly when I realized you're fucking crazy. <laughs> and I mean that in the most beautiful way. Like, you, it's not just because you're Canadian. It's just the way that you think. <laughs> oh, thank you, Joe. <laughs> I think you're brilliant. I, I really do. And I love what you do with that, the, the, the habit coaching. And I love everything about the way you lay out all of your information. Thank you your so page much. is magnificent. Your, your eye, like your aesthetic is, is great, but you personally, that shit crazy. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. I honestly, I really appreciate that. I mean, why? <laughs> so th- th- this also, it's a, a special episode too, because you have become a, a good friend of mine mm-hmm. and this is, we're still kind of celebrating a little bit of my stroke anniversary because it's still really recent, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's kind of cool. Three years after three years surviving three years uh, of post stroke it's like a big deal it's like a big accomplishment and like knowing the impact that I've had like on the community I had like so many people reach out to me and say oh thank you for putting on the podcast thank you for you know putting together the the Uso Rock group on Facebook mm-hmm. which you know um uh, you were part of my Uso Rock uh, uh blog you know oh, yeah. you were yeah, you, you, your story resonated with a lot of people, you know, even the people, you know, people who don't like play sports. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because I don't consider soccer a sport. See, <laughs> just hating on soccer. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's really cool. And also, it, it was really strange, L. We we talked, we were talking for like a little bit and I was like, oh, yeah, I was like super cool. And like, we would just talk back and forth. And then at some point, like you were like, yeah, I kind of like look at you as like a mentor. And I was like, what? Yeah. I feel so <laughs> bad for you. Uh- <laughs> like, How awful are things in your life where you're looking at this dude as a mentor? <laughs> no, because you know what, Joe, what you're doing right now in your life is pretty in line with, I think, what I want for my future. And you went through a lot of similar experiences to me, you know, the stroke. <laughs> and um, other than that. You're pretty smart, dude. Honestly, sometimes when I ask you questions and you answer them, I'm like, did he really just say that? That was pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I tell you what it is? Because I, I, I say I'm an idiot and I wear that as like a badge of honor, mm-hmm. but I'm like smart enough to act like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So and also I was flattered. I was actually flattered. I was I was like, oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. That's oh, and I remember like we would talk, and then I'd be like, oh yeah, I forget because like it's we just have normal, casual, friendly conversations, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, she just took something away from that conversation because she's my mentee. (gasps) That's so cool. Actually, I think it's pretty cool. I think I'm gonna get like a a, we should get matching T-shirts like mentor mentee. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, that is such a good idea. (laughs) It's an idea for sure. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for a community and support? Well, the Neuro Nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag Rock Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Rock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at josorocks.com slash Rock, And submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you so rock. What's really cool is L and I are going to be like uh, working together, doing some stuff. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. I think we're going to be doing this thing. So randomly we ended up on an Instagram live at some point yeah. and we were, <laughs> we were just being our normal selves Crazy, and it resonated with a lot of people. 
a lot of people really enjoyed our um, banter, our back and forth, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I gained a couple of, um, you know, uh, uh, followers, like people who like when I say followers, not just, oh, you follow me, but like people who like interact and talk and ask questions. And it was like really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I've, it was a great way to reach people. So I think Ellen and I are going to be doing that um, much more often. You bet. And yeah. And then we, we also had our random throwdown Thursday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Peanut when butter realized, challenge. <laughs> when I realized Elle was a psychopath um, <laughs> eating peanut butter out of the jar. Now, again, I'll, I'm going to say this now. I tried to explain it on Instagram, right? But it's only like 15 second clips. Oh, God. Gonna You're going to go through I'm it gonna again. explain it now. Oh, God. Uh, I'll go through, like, I'll explain it to a T. <laughs> Here we go. So we, <laughs> we're on this app. It's called Marco Polo. And it basically, it's like leaving video messages. And you, it, it's, it's, right is that a good description yeah it's like it's like texting but with video exactly exactly so it she was like oh i'm just you know i'm gonna get lunch and she just pulled out Uh a jar of peanut okay whoa did i seriously say (laughs) i'm gonna get lunch or is that a made-up part of the story that might be a made-up part of the story. I might be embellishing, but basically, she she was like, "Oh, it's it's like lunchtime." It was around lunchtime. It was, I'm sure. So she had this giant jar of peanut butter and a spoon, and I'm like, "Oh, she's gonna like make a sandwich, or I don't know what." And she just starts eating the peanut butter out of the jar. Now everybody, and I mean this, I'm pretty sure 99, if not 100 percent of the people out there, have taken a spoonful of peanut butter and eaten it. Like a little snack you know there's a little, little burst of protein good to go not i don't know very many people who sit down and just eat and like just eat out of the jar like an animal okay listen like, <laughs> we had a competition and instagram told us that that is not weird it is normal okay instagram might have told you maybe canadian instagram told you because my instagram told me that i won that my instagram told me that i won that battle so yeah also i think there was some home cooking to your instagram please joe you're just trying to make (laughs) yourself feel better okay (laughs) of course of course but i did win my poll i'm just saying that's true i don't think people understood that it wasn't like oh yeah I, i eat you know i eat peanut butter out of the jar it's like no 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 she eats peanut butter out of the jar like just eat like that's the meal not one spoonful several just like oh yeah this is this is my lunch i'm just gonna have peanut butter like, <laughs> there's no defense there's no defense l it's not weird joe <laughs> no, no no not at all not at all it's it's the most normal thing like if if i was on the other end and i was like oh yeah, yeah i'm just gonna have a lunch real quick and i had a jar of jelly okay but that's weird (laughs) listen the macros and jelly are way different than the macros and your peanut butter okay (laughs) why can't i get away from nerdy (laughs) (laughs) co-hosts there's a specific type of nerd that both you and lauren are it's like it's intense you know what i mean like you would look at you guys at first glance and you'd be like oh yeah these guys are just like normal everyday people neither one of you are normal everyday people <laughs> that's why we're so special <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a question Elle. Mm-hmm. how with the habit coaching mm-hmm. how did you put that together because you're the course that you put together is amazing oh thank you um so basically i don't know when it sort of came about uh, or started to come about but i 
you're trying really hard not to say a boot, aren't you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am trying very hard, actually. <laughs> I'm starting to pick it up and other people when they say about, I'm like, you just said a boot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with the habit coaching, essentially, I think after going through the physical and I call it mental rehabilitation, after having a stroke or any brain injury or any injury for that matter, any rock bottom experience is what I like to say. Um, you obviously have to put a lot of effort into that rehabilitation. It's not easy to challenge yourself to change yourself. And so I figured, okay, how can I make challenging myself as easy as possible? Well, if you turn something, your personal development into a habit, then it becomes a mindless task. So I figure that whatever I'm doing in my personal development realm, how can I turn each of those things into a habit so that bettering myself just becomes as easy as possible? And I think that's a really convenient way for people to better themselves every day. Oh, oh, that should be that should be in your book. It will be. <laughs> Are you writing a book? Eventually. Yeah. Do you, do, you have, do, do you have titles? Do you have titles for your book? No, but maybe the the Canadian who eats peanut butter out of the jar. I think that would be a bestseller. <laughs> I think that would go like the book equivalent to gold immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon bestseller. So, without question. How many reviews? A million. All five stars. So you're, what you do is retrain your brain, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I love that. I do. And I remember something that you said a while ago. You're like, it doesn't matter how long. Like, you, bat, like old habits can be trained into new habits yeah. you know what i mean like you can get rid of old habits mm -hmm. i so when we when we do our thing i think we should do a, a little bad habit good habit thing at some oh yeah because you come with you come with like the good habits mm -hmm. and everything like basically you're you're like life goals oh. <laughs> the way you go oh, about stop. things your your lists your mind palace your okay there's three things every time we speak so everybody out there you don't understand how we <laughs> how we converse Normally, when we have a back and forth, Elle will start out. She's like, okay, three things. <laughs> first thing. And then she'll just number these things out. And at first, I was like, wow, I really think she's a lunatic. But then <laughs> after, after a while, I was like, no, this is the smartest thing a person can do, especially, specifically somebody with a brain injury. I think it would be her course will be so helpful to people who are just trying to get back on track, people who forget things like myself to help retrain your brain. And if you think about it, if you number these things, it's a lot easier than all of these thoughts and a million things going around. Mm -hmm. You're just, it's just three things. After you knock out one, it's just two things. Mm -hmm. And there's been several times where I've been, okay, I have all this information and I'll try to talk to Elle about it. <laughs> it's just chaos. <laughs> I have to go back and like rethink. Once I started, okay, there's three things that I have to talk. There's only a couple of things, a couple of points, like point of interest, um, you know, pinpoints, uh, um, bullet points that you have to to speak mm -hmm. on, and when you just focus in on those, it makes it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. New habit, Joe has exactly. Only focus on the top three bullet points. Yep. And what's interesting about that is when we don't take the extra time to do what is called the mind palace. So essentially, I this is like almost a three thousand year old technique where you essentially go around your house and you number all the items in, of furniture and from uh, counterclockwise going clockwise, so left, right. 
And I've pretty much only done that for the eight first eight items of furniture because I really don't feel like I need to know more than like eight things at a time. And so that's, oh, that's going to take some work. It's so inconvenient for me. Like, God forbid, you have to take an extra 10 seconds of your life. But if you just go ahead and do that, all the extra time that would have been wasted by you saying, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, let me get back to you on that. That's not going to happen anymore. So essentially, by doing the extra work up front, you're going to save a lot of time down the road um, by doing things like the mind palace or by putting in the extra work to create a habit. So it's all about recognizing or understanding delayed gratification. Um, And that goes with anything. Like when you're consistent, when you put in the work up front, eventually what you're looking for, your goal, it will eventually come to fruition. You you know what's difficult, I think, for people today? These crazy kids. I'll tell you what the problem is. Instant gratification. Yeah, definitely. Everybody wants it here. They want it now. Mm -hmm. Even the way we view television, even though you're a weirdo, like I said, Ella, psychotic behavior. She doesn't watch TV. So even the way people um, it, digest television, it's not, well, I saw a show this week and I have to wait next week to see it. No, it's everything at once. Mm-hmm. Here's an entire season. So we want it now. We don't want to wait, you know? So it's very difficult to get people to be like, okay, where well, you're going to, yeah, this is going to suck right now, but later on, it's going to be amazing. It's like, no, no, no. I want it to be amazing right now. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And the whole concept of instant gratification or I guess people's understanding of it has really hindered us in so many different ways like personal development because everything that I think is important or worth it is not going to come easy right um whereas you know if you want to sit on the couch and gain some weight yeah for sure it's easy to eat 20 bags of chips right but to actually lose 20 pounds you're going to have to put in a lot of effort and wait for that 20 pounds to come off. And even things like memory, that's been affected because of instant gratification. Our phone, we just don't need to remember phone numbers anymore. We don't need to remember points because we can just look down at the computer in our pocket and say, oh yeah, this is what I have to say. Oh my gosh. I don't know any phone number. I know no one's phone number aside of myself. And the fact that I know my own phone number is amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, some people don't. It's I back in. Yeah. Back in the day, I knew everybody's number, Mm -hmm. you know, and and, but again, that was pre brain injury. But still, it's like a brand new world. I don't know where anything is because it's like, oh, how do you get there? Oh, let me just put it in maps. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's so crazy. Wow. If something happened to like our phones, we would be lost. 100%. We really would be even certain words. Well, let, let me just look it up this way. You don't. Here's what's funny about the phones. You don't even have to type in a full sentence or word. You type in half of it, and then like it'll auto finish it. Is this mm-hmm. kind of like what you're looking for? All right, cool. There it is. Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, I definitely need to retrain my brain because I have horrible habits. <laughs> horrible. And the thing about habit is, you don't necessarily get rid of old habits like they will always be there but you can override them so what i'd like to say is it's like writing a word down on a piece of paper and then you grab some white out you white out the word over top and then you can go back in with the pen or pencil and continue to write that's where essentially creating a new habit is like in your brain it's brilliant i love that i love that (laughs) So, so my, my, my old habits, again, my old habits led into me almost dying. 
I don't want to do that. Right. No. <laughs> so, that, that's that's not that's not a good thing. So like I've actually changed. I, I, I've said it frequently. I've fundamentally changed everything about my life, the way that I eat, the way that I think, the way that I function. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have changed old habits, but old habits die. Don't die quickly. No, they, they, they hang on. And so the, the hard, the difficult thing for me is maybe you can, uh, um, speak on mm-hmm. this. You've changed the habit. You feel better. I don't do that anymore. It's really easy to go back to it though. So with me, the, the way that I think I'm a very, for the most part, I'm a very positive person mm-hmm. now, you know, uh, glass half full. Yeah. Like, let's, let's rock on. Life's good. But when things, you know, get really bad, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't, I'll immediately go worst case scenario. Oh, yeah, well, everything sucks. Of course, everything, of course, it didn't work out because why would it? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I go there. And to me, that's comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's a happy, fun place because I spent 30 plus years of my life there. Mm-hmm. It's only been three years now that I've been in this like really positive place. So it's really difficult for me to break the habit of every once in a while, like, I'll go dark and it feels good. Because I'm so used to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I don't know how to make this a permanence. Right. Well, I guess, so with that in particular, I would say, or I'd first ask you, well, why does it make you feel good? Because really, if it's making you feel good, that's that's the reward. That's your instant gratification, right? So there's right. one, okay, you have to, maybe you just have to accept the fact that doing that, I'm gonna have to just take a risk with delayed gratification like okay it might not go well I don't know you're taking a risk but the other thing is you want to make yourself feel good eventually so you have to put in some type of reward for you to start thinking that way so geez that's something that is basically personal to you what you have to figure out why you want to think a certain way like what's the benefit to you of saying Hmm, like this could go really well versus uh, this is just going to go to shit. Like what's going to be the benefit to you, you know, and try to use that as a reward. I, I think I think I have that. I think for the most part, for me, it's I, I just want to live. Mm-hmm. I know that's like really bare bones and basic, but I don't think there's anything more powerful than life. Couldn't you agree you know more. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Th- so that that's the motivation. And if I want to give myself like a little bit of extra, okay, well, if you don't go dark, you're able to do heroin. <laughs> Good job, Joe. Oh nope. Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. <laughs> Joe's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard. It's again, retraining your brain, which I love. I love that. Thank you. I absolutely love that because I think we can do that. Mm-hmm. I never thought that we could do that. I just thought, well, this is just how it mm-hmm. is. Same. I'm wired. It's the way that I think yep. there's, there's no changing this. I was very um, stubborn and stuck in the way that I thought, because that's how I grew up. Yeah. You know, that's like how I was raised. If you were raised a certain way, that's just, well, of course, that's what this is, because that's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. I now sought out this like new, this brand new world, <laughs> this brand new way of thinking. And it's beautiful. I've never been for the most part. I've never been happier. Mm-hmm. You know, like, obviously nothing's perfect, but it's it's I'm 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 happy. I smile. I joke. I meet amazing people like you, L. Thank you. you know? And I'm looking forward to 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 giving back to like like, like the community and growing and how it's it's just it's this beautiful thing. So we can retrain our brains, mm-hmm. you know. So after three years post stroke, I'm a completely different person. Yeah. You know, and and I think every single one of us have the has 
the the capacity um, to to do that. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. As a brain injury or a stroke survivor like myself, it's hard for me to get through reading books due to my injury. But with Audible, I can now enjoy as many books as I want just by listening. Before I started using Audible, I was having trouble reading my brain buddy Mimi Hayes' book. I'll be okay, it's just a hole in my head. But once it popped up on Audible, I immediately put it on my wish list. Read Mimi's book with us. That's right, the Neural Nerds are forming a book club. What a great way for our brain injury survivor community to read books together. And even if you don't want to read the book we're reading, with this free trial, you can select any book of your choice for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash the Neural Nerds. Boom! Let me ask you a question. Do you, is this like a a solo thing or do you suggest that people do this with other people, like their significant others, their family members? Hmm, That's a really good question. And those are the only kind of questions I have. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I'd say both. I think, well, of course, doing it on your own is great. But if you can do something with somebody who is who knows you well and can say, hey, you actually do X. And I think that's pretty detrimental. You might like you yourself might not realize that. And so if you can have somebody with you doing it, then they can point out certain things that you wouldn't see yourself. And then you can work on those things. So, yeah, I think it would definitely be a benefit. If I was doing this with Felice, she'd be like, Joe, seriously, stop joking about heroin. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say, no, it makes me feel good. No, that sounds horrible. Um, Yeah, no, I I think family support or um, spousal support or friend support, Mm -hmm. I think it's very important. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of stroke survivors I talk to, they just don't have that, you know, it's 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 it sucks. Mm -hmm. Wait, okay, so your family during your stroke, how how was that? Because you were young. You were young, but you were old enough to, like, know better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, it was weird, and I don't think I fully knew that it was weird until years and years later. It was like, you know, when you have a brain injury, you're not really with it. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) Right, you had a brain injury. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a younger sister. Um, and remember, so I was just turning, or I just turned 14. So she's two years younger than me. Um, so she was still in elementary school. So very, very young. And then my two parents. So it's the four of us in the household. And they, oh, I, I think my parents definitely went through different trauma than my sister. Um, I don't want to like speak for any of them, but they, it was definitely very supportive, very, very supportive. Um, as you know, thank God, I thank God for my parents that they are awesome parents and my sister is amazing. Um, but I know there were so many times where I would say, you know, you just don't understand. And you try to explain something like, uh, brain fatigue, you and I were talking about brain fatigue the other day, Joe. And I was saying that like my brain injury happened almost 12 years ago. And I, there was no social media or this knowledge out there of, you know, neuropsychologists and learn about brain fatigue and all that sort of stuff. It was sort of the information was passed from the neurosurgeon to my parents and to me. And I kind of remembered what I did. And so when I would explain things like, I am so tired, you don't understand. It was like, well, like, 
go to suck like it suck it up like in the most loving way possible but right. and yeah it was difficult for both of us because i didn't know what was wrong if that was normal and they didn't understand because nobody maybe told them the information and that's why now having people like neuropsychologists is so important oh yeah absolutely let, let me ask you a question have you spoken to your parents about that since now that you've gained this knowledge um not really <laughs> no i don't think so they've I think, uh, well, about, geez, it must have been three years ago now, I did my first public talk on Brain Injury Awareness Month. And that was sort of the springboard for all of this, um, the habit coaching and the personal development. And I basically, I got to a point in my life where I just felt like, that's it, I need to share this information with other people because other people had said they were going through the same sort of shitty experiences. And so when I did that talk, it changed my life. It was like all the things that were building up inside me for all those years, all of a sudden they came out. And I shared that with my parents because I have an audio recording of the talk. And I think when they listened to that, they sort of like we kind of they understood a little bit better of the things that I was going through and the things that the knowledge about brain injuries and stuff like that now, but we never really need to have the conversation about it for them to actually fully understand. Yeah. That might be awkward. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We're pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I hear that, I was like, Oh, your parents smoke weed. That's weird. <laughs> what? Oh, cause they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoy listening to this podcast please consider leaving us a five-star review on the apple podcast app your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you find us by searching for the neuro nerds on the apple podcast app today no, it, it, it's it's so strange so i went through a very bad bout of brain fog mm -hmm. two days ago wait this is coming out monday four days ago oh, wow. <laughs> that's pretty good so it, it, yeah right yeah that not bad for a guy with brain mm -hmm. injury so I, I like it was rough mm -hmm. and so Elle and I were talking about uh, brain fatigue and she's gonna have like all right so brain fatigue that shit might last forever it might not but it might be with us forever we, like 20 30 years from now we might have an episode of like neuro fatigue mm -hmm. like that's that might be a thing I thought I I, I might have said it before I'm not 100 percent but I thought I was completely over my neuro fatigue. Mm -hmm. I, they kept telling me it was going to be a thing out of the hospital. And I was really tired in the hospital the first month or so. Got home. I was kind of tired. And then I went damn near a year or so without any issues with neuro fatigue. And I was like, made it. I did it. This was awesome. Not a big deal. And then it came back with a vengeance. Like when it hit me, it hit me hard. And it's not for, for you normies out there. That's why I call normal people, people without brain injuries. Oh, they're normies or Lauren calls them muggles <laughs> because Lauren's a nerd. Um, when it hits you, it's not that you're tired. It's not that you're exhausted. It's that you cannot function. Mm -hmm. You can't process. You can't think you can't focus. You can't move. It's 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 so bizarre. Like, it's almost like um, you're, you're, you're moving in slow motion. It's almost like you're drugged. Like it doesn't even make any sense. And brain fog, it's, it's a little, it's kind of like neuro fatigue a little bit, but you can't like, for me, when I get brain fog, I can't understand what you're saying. I feel like there's a fishbowl on my head 
and I, I see your lips moving and I hear words. It's almost like Charlie Brown's teachers, like the wah, 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 wah. But I, I don't understand. And apparently when I'm, I'm speaking, like I, I'm not well, <laughs> I, I, I don't speak very well because I, I, I don't really know how to get the information out of my head through my face. <laughs> it, it's just a whole thing. It, it's it, it sucks mm-hmm. so bad. So that I'm just thinking right now as a 14 year old. Mm-hmm. Wow. That must have. Su- how did you get through your days of school? I don't know. And, you know, it's so as I open up old wounds. Yeah. You know, what? <laughs> it's been so long, like. And it, like, I honestly can't tell you if I had lots of episodes of the brain fog or brain fatigue and because it's just been so long. But I did, first of all, started uh, going back to school at very slow pace. So it'd be one class a week, two classes a week. And then I uh, only took three classes that semester. Um, oh, that must have been amazing. Well... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was super remember, I, remember, awesome. I, I, I was a I was a dumb jock. I didn't like going to school. It's like three classes. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, well, it wasn't the best semester. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, geez, Joe, I don't even know how to explain it. There are so many silly things that I did. Honestly, I remember sitting in a geography class, literally like bringing a nail file. And like filing my nails in class because I thought it was cool, but like, how rude is that? Wait, did, wait, did, did you think that you were being cool? Did you not care, or like, were you purposely going out of your way to be like, yeah, this is cool, or did you not realize that that was kind of a dick thing to do? I think both. I I think definitely both, and like, I think teachers were like, oh, do I tell her to like, because they obviously know I had a brain injury and. Some of them oh didn't treat gosh. it that seriously, I guess. Well, but. If I would have been in school and I, if like we, if our roles were reversed, I would have been so awful. Yeah. I would have been so awful. I would have used the brain thing like nonstop. <laughs> oh, I'm, you're such a good person. I am such not a good person. But like, here's the thing. I, well, and I don't know, everyone gets driven by different things for me. I love winning. Like in academics, we're always my thing. And so if I could beat out a bunch of other people in grades or whatever, just by working my butt off and not having any crutch or using any sort of excuse, then I feel like I was dominating. Like that was my thing. That was like my fuel to my fire. That's why you succeed, you know, because you have that fire, because you have that drive, Mm -hmm. you know? Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. Let me ask you a question. Do you have any um, advice for any of the young stroke survivors out there who are still in school or just going back to school? Yeah. You know, like little tips and tricks to get by. Your teachers are not going to understand. <laughs> um, you know, what? a lot of people are not going to understand. And at the end of the day, like that's they 
don't have to fully understand, they should empathize, but just know there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to care and you're going to have to push through it and find somebody to substitute for your teachers. So like find a mentor. Joe, you're my mentor. Like, find somebody. It doesn't have to be a stroke survivor. But, like, honestly, go out on Instagram, go to the internet, find somebody who's going through what you're going through. And at the same time, don't be afraid to be your own advocate. If you think you need extra time for exams, you think you need extra time for homework because you're being stimulated, whatever, you just need a quiet place, just voice that. But like you're perfectly allowed to do that. Um, and yeah, so just stand up for yourself. Yeah, that that was excellent. I gotta tell you, Elle, that that, that was super dope. Be your own advocate. People are dicks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I didn't say that. So, right, right. I I I I might have been paraphrasing <laughs> right now. So as Elle is living proof right here, you can hear it. It's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. You're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Because Elle isn't, like I said earlier, she's not just a stroke survivor. She's a stroke thriver. You know, she's kind of killing it right now. And when I say her her course is going to change lives, her course is going to change lives. Like every, honestly, I really believe this. Everybody should take your course. Oh, thank you. That means a lot, Joe. Like like I, I do, because not one of us doesn't have a bad habit that I, like, I think we really wish we can get past. And L is here to help us get past these bad habits, you know, like Joe, stop talking about heroin. Okay, I'll stop. Maybe. (laughs) As long as we keep it to talk only. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Don't look at my arms. (laughs) Kids, don't do drugs. We all know Joe's an idiot. I'm sure there's going to be the the fact check in here that Joe's an idiot. I'm sure. Fact check. Joe is an idiot. He does not do any form of illegal drugs, including heroin, and does not condone drug use in any way. Don't do drugs and stay in school, kids. So, Elle, where, where can uh, they find your course? They can go to my website, so www.ellasofia.ca. And please note that Sophia is spelled with an F, not a PH. <laughs> Joe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, I emailed her uh, to link to the thing that we're doing on Squadcast over here. Um, and she was like, I haven't gotten it. I was like, oh, that's so weird. I was like, oh, yeah, I spelled it with a PH because I had a brain injury. It's not because I had a brain injury. I just messed up. I said, yeah, See? you used See? the excuse, Ima- Joe. Imagine 14 year old Joe in school with teachers. Imagine. I feel so bad for them. That's okay. That will never happen. You're seriously one of my favorite people. I mean that. So um, Elle and I, you can keep an eye on the things that we're doing um, because we're going to be doing some like fun stuff. If it's not fun for you guys, that's cool. It's fun for us, but I think it's going to be very helpful (laughs) to to everybody. So we're going to be jumping on some uh, Instagram lives pretty Mm -hmm. soon. Um, Who who knows? We might take over YouTube at some point. (gasps) Gasp and awe. Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools, or should I say pro tools, to record, edit, and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools. Yay. Yay. So, L, I'm sorry, Ella. Mm-hmm. I am so I'm so happy that I can call you a friend. I'm so happy that we're going to be doing some uh, amazing stuff for our community. 
And um, it's just going to be fun. Yeah, right? hell yeah, it is. I'm so happy to call you a friend as well. That, that's and I'm so happy. Like, by the way, I like I really mean this wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm flattered. I'm flattered and I'm honored that you um, looked at me as, as a mentor. Yeah. And as much as I joke around, because uh, honestly, you guys know this. Ninety nine percent of the stuff I, I, I say is like I joke around. I think it's funny. I joke about heroin. I joke about my stroke almost dying. Come on. There's no taboos. But I, I really I, I take it very serious, um, you know, uh, the, the, like my, my mentee and mm-hmm. like I want you to succeed. And I absolutely know that you will. I'm not just saying that because of all this. Even before this, I was like, yeah, that chick's going to go far. <laughs> like, I mean that I, I really mean that, that that you're an amazing person. I really feel that everything you do is not just going to um, be a success for, for you, but you're going to help so many other people become successful oh, you know, in you. their stories, on their journeys. And I think it's amazing. So. Everybody go follow L at Ella Sophia at wait at Ella Sophia on Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. It's Ella Sophia with three S's. And then my website is just Ella Sophia with one S. Yes. All those. It'll be in the show notes. We'll be posting these links and stuff. It's going to be amazing. L, I'm so appreciative of you. I'm, I'm so happy that we were able to do this. And I'm really looking forward to dominating the world <laughs> no a little bit was that a little strong was that a little much no <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> i super appreciate y'all thank you so much for being on the show and you can follow me at joso rocks everywhere you can follow lauren at lauren l manzano on instagram you can follow us at the neuro nerds everywhere and on that beautiful amazing coast to coast canada to america note this neuro nerd is out boom all right Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.